Okay, here we go. Another edition of the Bird Brains. My partner, Mark Eckel, and I, Ken Dunnick, we're going to break it down for you. We're going to break down a nail-biting, heart-pounding, frenetic, sweat-on-the-brow. Mark, you can throw in a metaphor anytime you like, but it was a fantastic finish. But in the end, the Eagles got a little bit lucky. But a win is a win, and we're 8-1, and one, and we're going to dissect uh, a great uh, football game from an entertainment value to watch against the Dallas Cowboys. Mark, really entertaining, right? I mean, it was yes. fun. It was a fun football game. And One Dak Prescott, I got to tell you something. Dak Prescott might have played the best game I've ever seen him play. He was spot on except for that final drive. And, of course, Jalen Hurts is just as tough as they get. But uh, your initial thoughts before I talk about our sponsor. Yeah, I mean, it was one of those games where you build it up, right? This is Eagles and Cowboys, and you're hoping it's going to be like that. And as you know, sometimes the games that get built up to be great games sometimes, sometimes fall flat. This one didn't. It had a little bit of everything. It had, it had great drives. It had good defense. It had, it had a little, like you said, toughness. Both quarterbacks played very well. Um, some lapses on defense from both teams a little bit here and there. <laughs> But, but give the quarterbacks credit there. But this is a great game. I think they're the two best teams in the NFC. I know San Francisco beat Dallas pretty bad. I think that was one of those things. San Fran, I think people are figuring out Brock Purdy a little bit. Yeah. I think these two teams are going to, where they're going to meet again in Dallas in a couple of weeks. They might meet again. In, they might meet again in Philly in the playoffs too. Yeah, and Frisco's lost three in a row, but we'll talk about that. I do want to mention our sponsor, Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine. Mark, we had our big unmasking, the Legacy Gala, last week at Ballroom at the Bend. It was phenomenal. 425 people showed up. We gave $18,000 away to six uh, deserving charities. Our honorees were fantastic, and everybody had a good time. If you'd like to get an invite to one of these private Jersey Man, Philly Man Magazine events, Please contact me, Ken, at jerseymanmagazine.com. You'll be our guest. We have a huge holiday party coming up on December 14th. I won't tell you the venue until I hear from you, but uh, it's something that you might want to check out. So go to jerseymanmagazine.com or email me, Ken, at jerseymanmagazine.com for more information. So uh, I mentioned... Uh, all the metaphors about the nervousness and it was a, a really an incredible ending. My one saving grace as Dallas got down to about the five yard line was, and my buddy, uh, Ash, my daughter, Ashley, her friend sang were over my daughter, Taylor. We have a, a big Sunday thing. We, we all gather around to watch the Eagles and sang said to me, he goes, you know, they got first and goal in the five or six. He goes, but Dak Prescott's going to find a way to screw this up. And I'm like rolling my eyes. Is it really? They got first and goal. They got plenty of time. And he did. I mean, it wasn't necessarily his fault. He got sacked a couple of times. You can't take a sack there. So maybe it is his fault. You well, see that, yeah, you see that rush coming. Away. You got to yeah. get rid of it. But Eagles defense he, line stepped up. That's to me. That's what won the at game. At the very he, end, they did. Defense yes. line stepped up. Reddick, By the way, Brandon Graham. Brandon Graham. Brandon Graham with maybe the play of the game, right? Where you don't yeah. see him on the field that much anymore. What um, uh, what do you think got him in the rotation that that late in the game? I found that interesting. Maybe you want your guys out. You know, you want you don't want to play Brandon Graham too much. Let's mm -hmm. be honest; he's not the guy he was when they won the Super Bowl what six years ago. Now he's getting up there in age, right? I mean, God, Brandon Graham is so old. I covered him. 
<laughs> that's how I look at it, right? I mean, I remember when, you know, I that's one of the few guys that I still cover. By the way, one of the nicest guys that ever oh, put out a, a football uniform. Yeah. I saw him at the Otho Davis dinner last week, and he's just as friendly as could be. Nice, great guy. Yeah. Um, but he's getting up there. So you want to use him the right way. You know, you don't want him out there getting worn down in the second quarter. So maybe that's, maybe that's the plan is to save him. Last drive, big play, you know Dallas is going to throw the ball. They're not running in the, with no timeouts. So you have him out there when it's obvious passing downs. And he came up with – hey, listen, big, I've said this for, for 40 years now while I've covered football. Big-time big players make big-time plays. At, at the right times. Time. Yes. Yeah. You know, Brandon Graham's a big-time guy. He's, you know, he's, like, he's not the guy he was. Don't get me wrong. He's not going to go get you 12 sacks. Hey, by the way, coming off a torn Achilles. Exactly. I mean, yeah. really. Well, he had a, Actually, last year he had a pretty good year. But he did. Time is catching up. But, again. That's a, uh, that's in, a tough in, injury. In his role now, he's that's a good guy to have in, the, in that role. Because you have, you know, Reddick and Sweat are younger and Hey, let's talk about Sweat a little bit. This guy, he comes up clutch a lot. I mean, he's having a great year. You know, Mm -hmm. it was funny. He goes into his little antics after that drive, and he's, you know, giving the power sign and doing the Sweat thing, and they're telling him, hey, get back on the field, man. These guys are going to run another play. But but that was that was a big time sack. So the Eagles defense did come up big. I do Fine. I want to talk about two areas of real concern for me. And the first one is let's stay on defense for the time being. We don't cover. Okay? We we don't cover. Now, it's a it's a, a product of we're nicked up in the defensive backfield. Because of that, he wants to go two and three deep uh, zone coverage. We don't, our linebackers are not great cover people underneath, and we don't get enough pressure on the quarterback early in the game with just rushing four. Now, we did blitz uh, down the stretch that I noticed that helped get heat on the quarterback, but again, it's the same thing as Gannon was doing last year. If you if you just want to sit back in that shell zone and leave the middle of the field wide open, a good quarterback's going to pick you apart. Um he, uh, I thought that uh, Desai was a little bit more aggressive early in the year. He went back to this pattern last week, and it hurt him because, as as we said, Dak Prescott uh, threw for 374 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, the secondary, it is what it is. I mean, I don't. They went out and and got the safety from from Tennessee Baird, who, who yeah, again, he's not what he was, and it, and and it's going to take him time to get. It's a, a totally different system than he he's played in Tennessee his whole career, so he's played that system. I'm not sure what the time he played. I don't see them enough, but I'm I'm guessing the Eagles play a different type system. Uh, he he kind of got beat a couple times in the game, made a couple mistakes. Um, Bradbury, Bradbury continues to not, continues to get beat. Uh, a huge pass interference that gave Dallas, you know, a, call, a, a chance to win. I mean, Slay. I thought Slay played pretty well, but. You know, Ricks, Brown, Blankenship, Ringo, you've got a, a lot of guys in there mixing it up at different positions, and um, they, they it, it just wasn't working. The one guy that they really missed, I think, is Maddox, who's out. I guess he's out well, for he's, the year. He's done for the year. Yeah, yeah that's, what, that's a bad loss. And, you know, again, hindsight and all that, but the, and I can't think of his name. The guy with the three names, um, the safety uh, they had last year. That went Gardner? Into, Gardner Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Gardner Johnson. They missed him a little bit. He made some plays for him last year. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they let him go as a free agent. I, well, they had a choice, I guess. They they let him go and kept Bradbury. 
which was yeah. at the time looked like the right thing. Keep the corner, and you can get it. Now I think I think Brown's going to be a good safety, but he's a rookie. Yeah, it's, it's going to take him time. Um, but yeah, that's the that's the Achilles heel of the defense right now is obviously the their pass defense. But again, when they can get that pressure. It makes that secondary look a lot better. No question. Um, and let's talk about offensively challenging in the running game. Our running backs just can't find a hole to run the football. Now, Gainwell did start out the game. It was a little bit of retribution. He had a tough week last week explaining why he's tweeting at halftime and uh, fumbling on the goal line. But he had, he had a nice 12-yard touchdown run to start the game. Um, but I, I just noticed that, uh, uh, you know, DeAndre Swift, 19 carries, 43 yards. I mean, that's only, uh, you know, 2.1, 2.2 yards a carry. I mean, I mean I... That, that's not going to get done. The Eagles wound up rushing for over 100 yards. But again, when you factor in Hertz in that scenario, he ran for 36. And Rashad Penny, only two carries, uh, eight, eight yards. Our favorite guy, Boston Scott, was out for personal reasons. I, and I tried to find something out, and I, I couldn't do it. Did you hear anything on oh, that at all? That's strange. You know, yeah. Was, yeah, personal reasons. Yeah. I always, I always cringe oh, when I hear those personal reasons. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of, that's always leads me to think there's something bad happening. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, the, Eagles, the Eagles running game overall, that, that's a product of the offensive line. And uh, they, they, these running backs just don't have a place to run right now. Well, part of it, again, you know, the, the Cowboys get paid to play this game too, right? They, oh, uh, yeah. They're not guys that they pull off the street. And say, that's hey, what, that's what I used to say in the film room when I got beat. Hey, they get paid too, and then the coach would come down on me. So it wasn't, Probably more than you. It wasn't, too, wasn't right? a good argument. Yeah, well, not, definitely. You know, I mean, listen. Yeah, the Eagles didn't run the ball well against the Cowboys, but uh, the Cowboys got a pretty good front. I mean, let, let's give them some credit there. That I don't think it was that the Eagles, you know, it wasn't all their fault. Let's put it that way. I mean, um, but they won. You know, listen, everything's not going to be perfect every week, and they they found and it's, a way. And it certainly is not. But where it's it's good enough to be eight and one, and that, as we said, that's really all that matters. Let's talk about. And you they know, kind of they, they have a they have a pretty comfortable lead now in the division. They do. I mean, Dallas is in second place at five and three, and uh, they've got a difficult schedule. Let's talk about Jalen a little bit. Uh, obviously, fighting that knee, he got it. He got it bumped in the game. It's, it's such a tough kid. Doesn't even miss a down. Okay, he can barely Absolutely. walk off the field. Doesn't miss a down. Comes back in the second half, and he's throwing dimes. Uh, that that touchdown he threw to uh, to uh, Devonte Smith was it was an absolute rope, you know. AJ Brown, uh, tough game for AJ, right? Seven catches, sixty six yards, and a touchdown. Any other receiver would be would be thrilled with that, but his numbers were a little bit down. And then uh, you know Smith, three catches, fifty one yards, and a touchdown. We got to talk about you know the tight end Dallas Goddard, three catches, fifty yards, fractures his forearm. And now uh, they're expecting surgery, and it's going to be out for a minimum of four weeks. That's going to leave us a hole at tight end. Um, but overall, what did you think of the offensive performance and the receivers? I thought that, well, I love, I mean, Brown, you you know what I think of A.J. Brown, and I, and I like Smith a lot, too. Um, there, I mean, I tell you what, getting back to the Hurst thing, I, I mean, I think there were a lot of, a lot of breath being held Oh, then no throughout, the, throughout the area when I mean I, it didn't look good 
it, that did not look for him not to miss a play. I'm I'm amazed because when it first happened, I said, "Oh God, that looks yeah. it looked bad." And you, and you know how and tough he, he is. And it took him a while to get up, right? He, yeah. and, and he, so you know he was hurt. And you and, and you you know you you knew going in he had the knee. There was issues with the knee, and then it looked like. Oh, that now this is it. He, you know, he had it. Now they hit him on the knee. Now it was a clean play. I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it was any. He, they brought him down. It was a sack. Um, but I'm thinking, you know, he's done. He's done. I'm thinking he might be done yeah. for. Oh. And then, you know, like you said, he comes back in the next play. You're not ready for the Marcus Mariota uh, for the Eagles, I, are you? But he was warming up. Yeah, I he know was he was, up, but uh, uh, listen, I saw, I saw him in camp. It's not good. It's not good. I know he's got some experience at the position, but uh, but you know Jalen uh, comes back, he plays, he plays well, and now we've got the bye week, so he's going to get a chance to rest that leg, which uh, you know the bye week's coming at the perfect time. Perfect time for him and for for Goddard, like you said, he's going to miss maybe if he misses four weeks. Well, he's only missing three games yeah. because of the bye, so that'll help a little bit. I get you know from hearing Sirianni talk this week, he was asked about the tight end. Now they have the kid. Um, uh, Cal Calcutta is that his name? Cal 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 Calvecchia or Calvetta, I believe. Yeah, yeah. he he's coming back. Um, you know who else is on the uh, Giants practice squad? Is he's on the Eagles last year? I believe it was Tyree Jackson. I, I think. I don't know. So, go out and get. They might, but he made it sound like. Well, practice squad guys are fair game. Sure. Too. I mean, you can just re reach in and get them. As long, and then you got to keep them on your roster for a month or so. But. Um, it sounded from what Sirianni said when he was asked about what they're going to do with tight end. He said, well, we have these guys. He mentioned the kid they got from, from Denver, whose name I'm not even going to try to pronounce, Albert O. Um, <laughs> his name's like this long. But uh, they, so they have options. But he again, he made it sound like there's other ways. So I don't think we're going to see the Eagles using a lot of two tight ends like they sometimes no. do. And they may go four wide. A lot, I think. I, the way he made it sound like they, they, we have other options on the roster. What about Stoll? Is he still on the roster? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who's going to probably start. Yeah, he um, he played a fair amount last year. But I, but I could see, I could see more snaps for Julio Jones. Um, I could see them going more, maybe two back for. for they'll, they'll, there's ways of getting around it. Now, listen, Goddard's a good player, and anytime you lose a good player, it's it's not a good thing. But. Um, but I think they'll be okay. I think they'll be okay. I think they'll work around that now. You know. Let's um, let's talk about another area of concern, penalties. The Eagles had 10 penalties for 98 yards, and a couple in crucial situations. You know, Hassan Reddick, who we both love, we talk about him ad nauseum on this podcast, had really had a silly uh, roughing the passer call uh, late in the game that, that almost hurt it, and yeah, Bayard had a really silly, unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, and you would think uh, a veteran that's been around as long as he had would be a little bit more disciplined than that. But ten penalties for ninety-eight yards, just yeah. And and the Cowboys had a lot of penalties too. I think they had ten for eighty-three yards. You know, but, uh, I watched a few games last week, and listen, sometimes I think these refs just want to throw. I think especially <laughs> when it's a nat. I think they want to be on TV. <laughs> well, listen, the Redick thing, did he, is it? Yes. Do you call that there? It's kind of like, 
you know, that that play at the end of the Super Bowl last year. It, technically, was it whole? Yes, I guess it was. Do you call it there to decide the world championship of football? I don't think you do. At some point, common sense has to take over. They got a million guys in the booth and a million guys in New York. Somebody press the button and say, hey, guys, listen. That's the wrong call at this time. Why don't we pick up the flag? They have the communication skills. They can do it. But you're right. I think sometimes the referees just want to be involved in the game, and that's a bad thing. I agree. I mean, it just every game, it's like it's almost like the refs got together, and I, and I know they do. They get they have their meetings and stuff too, and they there's you know we need to throw more flags. We because every game, every I might look this up for uh, next week. I think penalties are at an all time high this year. Seems to be. Every game, like 10 penalties, which is, it seems like, wow, Eagles had 10 penalties. It's almost the norm now. Eight, nine, 10 penalties is almost like that's what teams get. Yeah. And and I get it. Listen, if it's an obvious foul, you got to call it. But, oh, sure. Don't get me wrong. Like the one on on Baird, that was, you know, or or the pass interference against Bradbury again. You know, that you have to call. He did interfere with it. But some of these other ones, the whole, I don't know what roughing the quarterback is anymore. I mean, you can't hit him high, you can't hit him low, and you can't hit him hard. You can't hit him a second after. Yeah. Basically, just don't hit him. Just let yeah. him do what he wants. And if, he, if he slides, you, you can't hit him. I mean, it's 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 confusing to me. And, and I get it. They're trying to protect their big asset, but it, at some point it becomes comical. Yeah, I mean, just, you just – I don't know. I've saw – like, again, not just Google games, other games where, you know – edge rusher or the, or the defensive lineman he's coming full speed he's trying to get a sack he's trying to make a play it's you can't stop that you, you can't, can't put the brakes on you can you really can't and a lot of times the offensive player may duck down or ch- you know change the level that which is going to affect the hit and the guy is already in the air it's a it's a very difficult thing you know, and, and some of these guys are getting fined for this. Now, I get it. They're making a lot of money. I think the NFL minimum salary is about 720000 But, you know, 10000 is 10000 man. I mean, you know, it's... Uh, not really. Now, some... Now, listen. I'm not saying turn the clock back to when the Raiders used to, like, try to hurt people. No, let's not do that. <laughs> you know, the old, the old close... Yeah, the, close old, the old Jack Tatum over the middle. Yeah, I'm not saying go shot, back to yeah. that because... Listen, I'm I'm concerned with the safety, not just of the player today, but your future. I've I know players, you know, God rest his soul, Andre Waters, and you know players that suffer from CTE and things. Wes like that. Hopkins. Yes, I mean there's, yeah. there's so many guys that have had serious, you know, injuries after the game. So yeah. you know, I'm all about safety, but let's let them play football a little bit. Let's not go to flag football yet. All right, let's let's talk about the elephant in the room, and that's the play calling at the end of the game for the Eagles. We're in the fourth quarter. I believe it's our second to last drive. We're on uh, our our side of the fifty. I think we're about our thirty thirty five yard line. We got third and three. There's about three or four minutes left on the clock. We need a first down. Uh, we throw a deep, a fade down the sideline at on third and three. Now listen, you've got the greatest single weapon that I have seen in the history of me watching college and pro football, and that's the tush push, right? It's unstoppable. The only way it was stopped, Hurts fumbled last week. To me, there's no question on third and three, you run the ball, get one to three yards, hopefully a first down. If not, you you can almost seal the game with that tush push. Instead, 
you know, they tried to be the smartest guy in the room and throw it a fade to Smith. Listen, it's a gutsy call. It doesn't work. But I, I think if you have a weapon like this tush push, why would you do anything else? That that baffled me. It baffled me too because I thought for sure I'm think I was thinking the same way you were. Because Sirianni kind of said it a week ago or two weeks, whenever after when they when they used the, the tush push so so successfully that hey, you know, we're we look at it like we have an extra down on like when it's second down, like he can he can make calls differently than other offenses because he has that. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, third and three, I'm not looking to go deep. I'm looking like you said, I would have ran the ran the ball and first of all, you may have gotten the first down. Exactly. And no. if you don't like you said, if you get as long as you don't lose yards or you know, gain at least a yard and a half or so, then you then you're 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 letting. Although maybe does Hertz's knee was that a factor? Maybe I don't. I mean, they did it earlier in the game. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess that's that was possible. my only second thought. That was my second thought. Was yeah. They don't want to use maybe that because I don't. We don't to lock up the game. I mean, I know, but you don't yeah. want. To, I don't want to lose Hertz for no. a month. Well, all right. Well, let, let's talk about the last series. Third and eight. Okay. Now I get it. We're trying to run the ball to make Dallas use their timeouts. But it's third and eight, okay? A first down seals the win. We botch a handoff. We were very lucky to get the ball back. And I'm going to talk about uh, some luck that went the Eagles' way at the end of the game. I don't know how. But I mean, I mean third, third and eight, You to me, you take a shot there. It's only going to cost you one timeout. Dallas is going to have plenty of time anyway to go down the field. Why wouldn't you want to sew up the game with third and eight and take a shot to A.J. Brown, your best receiver? That that. Uh, was almost a disastrous play for the Eagles. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how the Cowboys didn't recover that. Listen, I thought I thought Parsons was on it. We were we were so lucky. He made a great Steen. Steen, yeah, Steen, yeah the the back. He doesn't do anything else the rest of the year. He he made his name. He earned his money in that with that recovery. How about the Brandon Graham face on the sideline? Did you see the close yeah. of his face? <laughs> that, was, that was a classic. Um, but again, the Eagles get lucky there and they pull out a win. Now let's talk about two things that went the Eagles way. You talk about a game of inches. Um, they had a touchdown in the fourth quarter negated, um, the guy, uh, the tight ends, Dallas's tight end. I forget. Was it Flanagan or I forget. Um, he, he, uh, his knee is down and the ball is a fraction before the goal line a frag. Now in the old days, that's a touchdown. No questions asked. They look at it with the microscope and it's a good call. <clears throat> I, di I didn't think so at the time, but oh. as you looked at it from that, that goal line camera, it was short, and the Eagles catch a break there. And then on the two-point play after Dallas scores the next touchdown, Dak runs it in, reaches the ball over the goal line, but he steps out of bounds at the two. You know, those two points were huge there, too, because that, Dallas can kick a field goal to tie up the game if, gonna, if, if that's good. So, you know, uh, sometimes better to be lucky than good. And the Eagles, uh, fortunately, were both. But a lucky, I'm going to give the credit, I mean, on the on the, the non-touchdown. Now, again, I'm, I'm with you. Naked eye, real time, I said touchdown. But then when you looked at it again, you oh, he was. And then yeah. he half, you know. And so give the defender a little bit of credit there for, Keeping them out of the game. Yeah, it was Blankenship. He made right. he had to make a nice play. Absolutely. Well, I mean, most 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 safeties don't. I mean, that, that was a hell of a play by Blankenship. Well, he's a hard hitter. The kid, like, he's he can lay the lumber. That kid. Oh, and Dax, you know, I think Dak wears size twelve shoes. If he wore size eleven, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's two points. 
That, you know, that wasn't, I'm not going to give the Eagles a lot of credit on that one. I mean, I guess Graham was chasing them, but yeah, like you said that was a couple inches. That was a good, it was a good play call. Good play design. Oh, it just didn't oh. work out for him. Um, and then uh, one, for, for replay, right? One other uh, issue, uh, Derek Barnett, healthy scratch for the game. That's you know, he, former Eagles number one draft choice. I think they're sending a message there that they want more out of him, or are they just giving up on him? I mean, well, I, I was told that they were trying to trade him during mm-hmm. the deadline and couldn't get a decent, you know, anything anything worthwhile back for him. So um, I think he's played his way out of the mix. Talk about a guy that takes pe- the bad penalties. Oh yeah, he's the king of the of the bad penalty. Exactly. I think they, they've they've tired of him doing that, and they're pretty deep at, at defensive line. So they probably had to dress extra defensive backs, like you said, because they're so thin back there. They had to add yeah more bodies back there. So Barnett's the odd one out. So so listen, we're, we we got the bye week, and we're going to do something that I've done exceedingly well my whole life is take the week off. And um, so the Eagles are going to take the week off. We're going to take the week off. Um, we'll be back uh, in the following week. We're at Kansas City. So you talk about an eye-opener coming off the bye this week. Is the stretch, the, this is the stretch coming up that we've this talked is, about. Yeah. Kansas City, what, San Francisco, Buffalo, San Francisco, yeah, Dallas, got, and Seattle, right? There's a lot of uh, a lot of big-name teams coming up. I'll pull this up real quick. Um, we're at Kansas City, home against Buffalo, home against the 49ers at Dallas, at Seattle. All right, so you talk about five weeks that five, are, are going to be different. That's five playoff teams. All five of those teams are playoff caliber teams. Um, and a lot of them, here's the thing, too, now. You, like, you, you could tell me, well, four fans not playing that well, and they're not. They've lost three in a row. But they need that now. Now they're that's a that's almost yeah. they need that win. Buffalo, they need that win. They Buffalo. they both of <laughs> yeah, those they, teams have fallen out of first place. They are. Well, I mean, listen, Buffalo yeah. might be uh, working the way out of playoff contention, which is they, they hard to believe. But so you're uh, playing teams that not only are good teams, but teams that are desperate for for a win. So that these next five games are going to tell you a whole lot about about the Eagles and and. But listen, the Eagles are going to win the division, I think, now. But that's not what the goal is. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, again, it's only they only have a two-game lead, and they're and playing some tough teams. Yes, yes, uh, I get it. But, I mean, we, we listen, we can't uh, – I like where we're at, but we got a lot of work to do. And, Mark, uh, the half hour always goes by quickly, as I say, every week. For Mark Eckel, this is Ken Dunnick. Enjoy the bye week, everybody. Take a breather. Take a rest after that exciting finish. And we'll talk to you a couple weeks from now on the Bird Brains. Have a good day, everybody. Take care.